Hello everybody, I'm Christina and today I'm joined by Brooke and Josue and we will be discussing the novel Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Through our different perspectives, we will be analyzing Frankenstein's response to Henry's death and its effects. Hey Brooke, why don't you start us off by mentioning your perspective? Hey everyone, my name is Brooke and I will be discussing the gender and feminist theory literary criticism in the novel Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Feminist and gender theory is taking text and looking at them through the lens of modern day feminism and genderism and analyzing them to critique the text. Hi, my name is Josue and through the cultural studies literary theory, I will be exploring the dynamic of power in the story of Frankenstein as well as how cultural perceptions affected the story. How about you, Christina? Through the theory of new criticism, I will be analyzing the linguistic features that the author used and its effects on the readers. Before we begin discussing, let's get to know the passage a little bit better. In the novel Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, we will be discussing page 27 and 28 in regard to Frankenstein's reaction to another significant death in the book. He was blamed by the people that he murdered, a young man around the age of 25. Um, Because of this, he was asked by a magistrate named Mr. Kerwin to visit the body of the young gentleman for him to be able to observe Frankenstein's body language to determine if he was one of the ones that caused the murder. This portion of the text does a great job portraying the character of Frankenstein. I agree. Mary Shelley did do a great job of portraying Frankenstein as a very emotional character. His responses and body language prove that Victor is still mentally ill and has not recovered from his past traumatic experiences. Why do you say that? Well, through syntax, we are allowed to know how Frankenstein is feeling when he is reacting to Henry's dead body. And on page 27, Shelley includes the rhetorical question, How can I describe my sensations on beholding it? to allow the readers to know what is going on in Frankenstein's mind. Here we can understand that Frankenstein is at loss for words as he is questioning himself. This builds upon Frankenstein's character as we learn he is still a sympathetic person. Even though he is a monster for creating Frankenstein, he mourns for the death of his loved ones. And I think this contrast between Frankenstein's evil nature and affection makes the book appear even more interesting. I think you make a great point to talk about what's going on in Frankenstein's head. He's still trying to work through his emotions, and Shelley's point to include this allows for the readers to understand this. The point that Shelley makes can be compared to feminist theory because many women can be perceived as monsters to some, even though women don't always have these emotions. The stereotype that women can be cold-hearted and emotionless, presenting them as monstrous to some, is a very negative connotation of women and is very hurtful to the perception of women. Christina, you point out a very interesting element of the story, that the characters are not as clear-cut as they appear at first. I think that Shelley's intention was to make us question our judgment and our very definition of the word monster. When we read a story, many of us would like to determine who is the hero and who is the villain, and this scene is a good example of when the line between those two is blurred. On another note, I would like to point out that cultural studies seeks to explore literature that is not considered high art. Instead of a book like Jane Eyre, for instance, cultural studies may be more interested in a comic book. The reason I bring this up is, much like Mary Shelley blurs the line between hero and villain, so too does she blur the line between high art and low art by crafting a story in the horror genre, a genre typically thought of as merely cheap entertainment that is a profound look into the human experience. What do you think? 
Hosue, that's a great claim. I definitely agree that the novel expresses human culture to portray the book as more artistic. Shelley uses many connotative terms to make the book appear livelier. When the book is mentioning Frankenstein's response, Shelley exaggerated the expression, parched with horror, to cause the situation to be more intense. Not only does this help to set an eerie mood, but it also allows us to understand that Henry's death took a toll on Frankenstein, as he was not only horrified, but he was dried out with horror. Frankenstein was really affected by Henry's death as he was going through all these emotions. When I read the words, shuddering with agony, it made it seem as he was hallucinating. This helps us understand that Frankenstein is in a traumatic situation. By expressing all these emotions that Frankenstein is going through, we are brought closer to him, causing the story to appear more intimate. Definitely, Christina. I think having Henry's death affect Frankenstein makes the readers think about him in a different way and shows that he's not scared of someone else we would call a monster, which can be considered ironic. Shelley adding human characteristics to Frankenstein helps the reader to connect with him and the situation makes him more human in the reader's minds and definitely changes the tone of the book. I think even though Frankenstein has cognitive thoughts, he can still be considered a monster. Someone like Jeffrey Dahmer has cognitive thoughts, was sympathetic, and had a good character to draw people in, but he was still considered a monster in his actions and was evil. Do y'all think Shelley made him feel these human emotions on purpose? Absolutely, Brooke. The author's vivid imagery of the situation allows the readers to be a part of the book emotionally. When Frankenstein was observing the body, he mentioned that he felt the fingers of the monster already grasping his neck. This causes the readers to envision the strangling of Frankenstein, and this causes the readers to grasp their faces and think that Frankenstein is doomed. This horror novel does a great job of building fear within the reader. Anyway... This quote postulates that Frankenstein deems vulnerable and therefore he's overthinking every possible situation. The quote seemed very much like it was foreshadowing the death of Frankenstein by the creature's hands. I think it could also be a reference to the power that the creature has over Frankenstein. The monster is not seen for a majority of the book, and yet Frankenstein can't stop thinking about it. He says, why did I not die? More miserable than man who ever was before, why did I not sink into forgetfulness and rest? The creature could kill Frankenstein with relative ease, but recognizes that keeping him alive and killing his loved ones is an act of much crueler revenge, similar to how a terrorist kills civilians to strike fear into the masses. That's a really great tie into modern culture his way. I agree that the imagery in the book is very vivid, and Shelley did a great job of incorporating the imagery throughout the story. Um, And I think it's very important in horror novels, just as it is in the films, because the fear that comes from these images is what makes the genre. I even think that the imagery in the novels can be more important because the author's trying to get the reader to imagine the situation that they want you to, um, and they really want you to get scared and get a good perception of what's going on in the story. I think another great thing to mention is the demanding mental illness and how it is consistent throughout the whole novel. Henry's death brought Frankenstein back into desperation. The hyphen in the monologue on page 27 where it says, Have my murderous machinations deprived you also, my Henry, of life? Two I have already destroyed, but you, Serval, my friend, my benefactor, demonstrates that he is so overwhelmed by emotions that he cannot even finish his sentence. Also, the constant repetition of the word agony supports that Frankenstein is still suffering mentally. It suggests that Frankenstein feels doomed and captivated.
The combination of these two definitely sets a depressing mood. What do you think? Absolutely. The theme of mental illness is very important to the novel. Culturally, the mentally ill are seen as social outsiders. And the decision by Shelley to write a story from the perspective of somebody with deteriorating mental health may have very well been an attempt to reduce the stigma of having mental illness. It is important to note that Victor did not start the story with poor mental health, but rather the events of the story gradually degraded his mind. In fact, Victor ironically started out in a powerful position, being part of a distinguished family. He says, I am by birth a Genovese, and my family is one of the most distinguished of that republic. His fall from grace due to his mental health is symbolized by his ending up in jail, as if reflecting the sentiment that there is no place for the mentally ill in society, and so they should be isolated from the rest. The theme of mental illness is a really important addition to the novel. In gender and feminist ideology, mental illness can be a stigma and is very interwoven into the new gender movement that has come about. With the gender and feminist movements, these people's mental health can be affected by the portrayal in the media or the many people who may put these people down. This can mirror Frankenstein's mental health as he is put down by the people around him. And Frankenstein is also still trying to figure out his emotions and the world around him, which can take a toll on his mental health. Even though when the book was written, feminist and gender theory were not as big as topics as they are today, I believe Shelley included mental health into the storyline to make an underlying point and also to introduce, introduce mental health as something many people can struggle with. Brooke, Josue, you guys mentioned some great points today. I agree that Frankenstein's mental illness has definitely progressed worse throughout the novel. And you, Brooke, brought up a valid point about drawing awareness to mental illness. It amazes me how Shelley incorporated all this into her book. Shelley was definitely a strong female writer for her time and is someone who's still relevant in today's culture and society. Being able to draw similarities to today from her books makes Frankenstein a timeless novel. How do you and the audience feel about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and her writing? We thank you all for tuning in and hope you join us again next time.